0: The hardest part for a lot of chefs to succeed is because they doubt when they get challenged. And I've seen a lot of chefs fold because they are being challenged. They say yes, but then it's like, oh, snap. Then they might drop the ball. My first mindset was really like, I got to come out here and I know I can get a ball player. If I get an athlete, I can be a private chef. That's all I kept thinking about. Private chef, private chef, private chef. I've had people get mad like, are you talking about me? You taking shots at me? You know what? Nah. If I'm feeling some type of where I want some awareness, I'm going to put that up. Because I want people to have a peace of mind. Absolutely. Food for thought if i'm able to literally do that without all the accolades and i'm still getting booked i'm still getting reached Mm. out by managers players themselves celebrities Mm. themselves why do i need to compete with these people especially in our city why do i gotta compete with people
1: yo welcome back to the heating up podcast the hottest podcast in the game thank you guys so much for tuning in to another episode make sure to hit that like button subscribe button follow rate all that good stuff but again thank you for tuning in to another episode Mario was supposed to be on this episode, but unfortunately we had some tech issues and I had to send him home. But I'm not alone because our guest today is the man who started in the corporate world, took a chance on his dreams, and now has built himself up to be the hottest private chef in the business. He's cooked for some top athletes and celebrities such as Odell Beckham Jr., Waka Flocka Flame, Saquon Barkley, Destroying, and the list goes on. He's changing the game and is only getting bigger and better. We got Damon Ruff, also known as Chef Dame Cooks.
0: What up, what up, what up, what Dame. up? how you doing?
1: Good, man. It's good to have you on. I appreciate you having me, man. Of course, bro. It's always funny because I, I was telling my sister before we had you on, but again, like we met three years ago, Facts. before this podcast <laughs> was a thing, before any of this was a thing, and Facts. I remember I was working at CVS, you yeah. just walked in and- we talked a little bit. Yeah, I heard about yeah, yeah, I heard about what you do and I was like, man, this guy probably has some great stories. Yeah. And so it's funny, <laughs> 3 years later, circle, circle around and, you know, we're yeah. here sitting today. So It's definitely good to
0: see where you are too, man. It's I appreciate that. Keep bro. grinding, man. Thank dope. you, man. Thank yeah. you. It's cool. good to
1: have you. I mean, again, when I saw you 3 years ago, I mean, you started, you've been cooking or been around cooking almost your whole life, yeah, but you sure. really started taking this serious in 2018, if I'm not mistaken. 2019. 2019. Yeah, 2019. So when I met you, you were still kind of early in your fresh. professional. Yeah, yeah. I was still fresh. Is there a reason you didn't start earlier? What was stopping you from starting earlier?
0: Just life. You life. know what I'm saying, man? Like, uh, grew up around food. Always knew, like, I was capable of doing it, just being creative. You know, I was the art, music, sports, you know, and, like, always did it on the side. Like when I get off the school bus, I was cooking for me and the homies. You know what I mean? If I wasn't cooking for me and the homies, like if, if the family was over, I'll be like, hey mom, try this. Like I just always just been creative, right? Mm-hmm. Um so in most cases like I kind of felt like, you know, I had to change life as a whole, you know, and like I knew that being a chef would probably be cool. I always was in the food. Every time I would go out to eat, I would critique food. Like, it was just one of those things. So I was like, I just want to change the game by making better food.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And do you regret not starting earlier, or are you kind of happy with the way things go?
0: No, nah, I mean, you know, I kind of do regret it. You know, I kind of feel like uh, for a lot of the time, just when life was <clears throat> happening and always kick-starting, wanting to go, I would go apply for a community college that had a culinary program and just, you know, never finished it. You know, never, mm-hmm. you know, succeeded or tried to go towards it, right? I just was focused on being a dad, you know, just... Kicking it to the curb, right? Yeah. But, like, again, like you said, starting earlier, you know, I kind of wish I would have. You know, like, I felt like I would have learned way more or I'd be way more advanced than what I am now. But, you know, from where I'm at now, can't complain. I was going to say, yeah.
1: (laughs) And, I mean, what made you take that leap in the first place to change? Because, again... You worked in the corporate world, you were very successful in it, yeah, sure. but then you took a leap into this whole new venture. And again, it's something you've been doing your whole life, but it's still a big risk, especially when you're like successful in one field already. Yeah, yeah. A lot of people have trouble jumping from that ship. Yeah, What actually gave you the push to go into this space?
0: Just being at that point in life, man, like I'm tired of working for somebody, right? Like I'm mm. tired of... Clocking in, waking up, feeling pressed to be on time, you know, like just the things that common Americans do With you know, and at the same time, if you're not a dreamer, you know, what are you doing in life? Right. Like I kind of just feel like, you know, if I continue to tell myself, like, hey, even everybody knows me. Right. Like I always work jobs to have money to go start something. Right. (laughs) That's how I've always been. (laughs) Yeah. Rather, like literally from like high school all the way through adult life, like I will get a job because I had dreams. I would work for these people. I would do great for these people. But then it was like, I could take this money and go start my own dreams. Yeah. So I did that. You know, a lot of kick starts. You know, I had about three ventures I've tried in the shoe business, fashion, you know, just mm. everybody wanted to design some clothes, right? Everyone. We right? right? are. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> it's right? always. So like, you know, even doing that, you know, I just, again, being burnt out, you know, like kick, kick, going, start, finishing, never finishing, never, mm. you know what I mean? Just back and forth. So, you know, I just felt like, you know, it was time for me to just say, hey, I have the skill set from all these corporate jobs. I worked for Nordstrom, Wells Fargo, American Airlines. I worked for White Castle. I've been I work around. For Ponderosa, <laughs> I've worked for telecommunications, Verizon. You know what I'm saying? I done sold door to door sales. I done done it all. Yeah. So it's like taking those skill sets. Like, hey, how I'm making all this money for corporate America when I could really be pocketing it myself? Like, mm-hmm. I could be taking home, but mm-hmm. I would make from Uncle Sam taking taxes away or them taking percentages away. So mm-hmm. I just took it more serious.
1: But did you, I mean, coming into that, did you have any fear? I no. mean, again, Leap, no, no fear, fear at all.
0: No fear. Like, any, again, I meant to say that, but anybody that knows me, like, I put my mind to something, I'm going to do it. Like, it's just just what it is. And I'm going to succeed at it. Even if it's 60, 70, 80%, I'm going to put up some numbers, right? Like, yeah. That's just how I am. I, but it's just, you know, I don't fear nothing in myself. Like, I know what I'm capable of. Like, I take time. I study. You know, I execute before I even jump out. You know what I mean? I I, I set back for probably about... A year and a half, close to two years in study. Like my uncle showed me who was a big time chef in Columbus, Ohio, showed me the game about a year and a half, you know, so it's just like networking, Mm -hmm. finding my way through again, not being scared. Mm -hmm. And again, like
1: you say you had no fear and that's great. But it is still a big risk you took. Let's be honest. I mean, when you're super successful in that field and you're jumping, that's a big risk. And I mean, based on your resume, it seems like you're willing to take those risks. All the time. High risk, high reward. What was the biggest risk you've taken in your career
0: overall? (laughs) I'll probably, again, say taking money from corporate jobs and going after these ventures. Yeah. Because... Never having a proper planning, you know, not having a business loan, you know, mm-hmm. not having workers, <laughs> you know, not having, you know, an HR, not having an accountant, not having, you know, all those different But it's just money in a dream. Right. Mm-hmm. So always took a risk from the three ventures that I was just talking about that I opened. Like, you know, I just wish I could have executed those better rather than going so fast, mm-hmm. you know, and uh, they didn't succeed based off the fact of poor proper planning. Right. Yeah, Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: And, you know, again, you've been doing it for four years now. Did you see yourself being at the position you are today? No, not at all. Where did you kind of envision it when you started this? Because, again, you had that dream. So what, what is like the angle when you started that dream and compared to where you are now, how far along are you yeah, in when your I started eyes?
0: the dream, when I, when I again, learned from my uncle and I was ready to come back out here. I came back up to Phoenix in June 2020. Mm-hmm. And uh, my first mindset was really like, I got to come out here and I know I can get a ball player. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I can get an athlete. If I get an athlete, I can be a private chef. That's all I kept thinking about. Private chef, private chef, private chef, mm-hmm. you know? Uh, so at that point, you know, within maybe three weeks or to a month of me being back here, I end up getting an NBA player. You know, so from from right. <laughs> but so that's not easy. Like, it wasn't. And it was through networking. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It was through knowing the right people and put me in that position. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, once I landed something like that, it was kind of like, whoa, right? Like, yeah. dang, I actually did it. So what's next? Right. And then it's just, it was getting in the habit of. Being there daily, you know, taking care of the demands, mm-hmm. taking care of the visitors, you know, every NBA players, ball players, all of them. They yeah, know, they always got people around kicking it, right? So end up having to feed so many people. So you know, for me, it was just like uh, I, I I knew what I was capable of as a person as a king that I am, right? Mm -hmm. Knew what I was capable of, right? At the same time, when that happened and then start getting attention from, you know, making the Instagram, posting consistently, you know, breakfast, lunch, and dinner, I tell people all the time, I got to feed three meals. So it's like, (laughs) you know, I continued to do that. So I guess you would say the end goal, you know, where I'm at today didn't expect to be where I'm at, but I also kept pushing through when I was down in one department. Like I run two to three departments the entire time from private chef and catering meal prep slash mm. consulting and collaborations. Right. That's been my bread and butter since I yeah. started. Right. So it's like when one wasn't working, I was doing the other. If the one was that one wasn't working and that other main subject came back, I was back into yeah. that. But I never stopped in between creating content. Still cooking on a daily basis. I always talk Mm. smack on my Instagram, (laughs) 24-6, wrist active, you know, like, because I always keep going, you know what I'm saying? So, you know, for me to be where I'm at now, like, I'm still not satisfied. Like, there's more that I want to do. Of course, yeah. Yeah. And then,
1: I mean, you're talking about these big celebs. Three weeks in, you get an NBA player. Was the vision always to go for these high clientele athletes, celebrities? Yeah, at first it was. Yeah. Yeah. At first it was. And so now that you've, I mean, you you just said, like, five different things, catering and this and that, I'm... That can't be easy to do Like that's no. a lot Of different stuff It's yeah. not just You're not just A private chef No You do the cooking and You do this And the yep. catering yep. How hard I mean When did that model Even start Like was that from the jump You're like I'm just going Jumping all the ships
0: I did <laughs> I did. But like I said, from studying, right? Yeah. Like, I studied chefs on the gram, you know what I'm saying? Was on Facebook, on the internet, constantly just looking at catering businesses. Like, when I would just get hit with opportunities, it was like everything was from scratch. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, it was probably a good nine out of ten times I didn't even know what I was doing. But, like, my <laughs> mind told me, like, go to Party City. Go to Bed Bath & Beyond to find these shafers or find these dishes. You know, look what this person did. Go buy this. Like, I just took every booking and literally did it from scratch, not knowing a sense of catering. Then it's like, you know, of course, like having low numbers, not making enough, getting done, being like, oh Mm -hmm. man, like that wasn't enough for all I did, you know, like, you know, taking those bumps on the head, you know, or, you know, private chef and then it's like i'm leaving from there you know going straight to get my equipment to go to the next yeah. job or whatever it could be man i don't know how i did it to be honest <laughs> with you but you know i know god got me you yeah know? that's the biggest thing about it god got me he worked he worked it all out his plan is the better plan i'm following by it you know i'm, I'm part of his manual yeah you know i mean and it seems
1: like it's working bro and i mean you can't, if it ain't is. broke don't fix it right so <laughs> right i mean that's amazing right. I mean, what would you say is the hardest part of being a chef? Like, is yeah. it make, is it, I mean, you obviously have a talent. Like yeah. if this, if, if it was that easy, everyone would do it. Fact. God knows I shouldn't be in the kitchen. Yeah, that's just not me. It might burn some stuff, right? Too many times. Okay, I hear you. But like, <laughs> what do you think is the hardest part for you? Is it, is it the planning of cooks? Is it, or like making the specific meals? Is it always like finding different ways to integrate new meals? Is it? The behind the scenes with the cooks or, or management, yeah. what's the hardest part of being a private chef? That's
0: a good question, man. You know, I would, I would definitely say everything you just said is wearing all the hats. Mm-hmm. You know, when you're in a commercial kitchen, you got nine different roles in the 10, nine, 10, 11 roles in the commercial kitchen. Mm -hmm. You go to a five-star restaurant, you're going to see line cooks. You're going to see dishwashers. You're going to see sous chefs. You're going to see prep cooks. You're going to see all different roles. Right. Mm -hmm. So for most private chefs, even like a lot of people that have encountered me, I've seen them fold because (laughs) it's like, they're so used to being that sous chef or being that executive chef. You know, that's why I was thankful that I learned in the commercial kitchen because it taught me that grit, it taught me how to be all hats. Mm-hmm. So as I get into this and I get challenged, I'm like, uh, I can do that. I give myself 30 minutes to do that. It's all it's taught it's time management too. So yeah. it's like once you learn that, everything just comes to it, you know. But like like you say, the hardest part for a lot of chefs to succeed is because they doubt. When they get challenged, you know what I'm saying? I've seen a lot of, again, chefs fold because they are being challenged. They say yes, but then it's like, oh, snap. Then it might drop the balls, might burn something, The recipe might not be good. Display might not end up turning out the right way. You know what I'm saying? But there's so many intangibles. So it's like I don't want anybody to think that this is easy because every day I wake up, you know, my hands hurt. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) My feet hurt now. My back hurts, you know, after four years going 320 days pretty much, going hard, you know, 365. I ain't got about, you know few days right yeah and so all those days is just again like sitting back how do i attack how do i keep getting better you for know what sure, i'm saying For so, sure. you know it definitely is hard but it's it's rewarding you mm-hmm. know what i
1: mean and how sustainable was it when you made this jump in 2019 did you go full did you quit your job and you said i'm in yeah <laughs> did you yeah
0: i did, I did. And you can see how that's crazy yeah, yeah, right I did. it is it is it i is. mean and to be honest man like uh the dude, last job i had was pepsi Okay. And that's what was in Columbus. Like I was working that and still going to the kitchen at night because my uncle had a late night spot. So I was doing both five in the morning, get off at two. I would rest up for a few hours back in the kitchen by five. Right. Yeah. So in most cases when it came down to like knowing like, Hey, like if I could do this full fledged, right. Anybody can, you know, and I feel like I can help people in that perspective too. Mm -hmm. Right. Uh, But you know, again, it's just, (laughs) It trips me out all the time, man Yeah, You know, even when people ask me questions Talk about it It's like I I get stuck Because I'm kind of like Man, like I don't even know how I do it all the time (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Yeah I don't even know how I'm able to accomplish this all the Mm -hmm. time
1: And it's always good to reflect Because again I know you said like Anyone can do it I don't know how true that is, man. It's like, saturated it's, now. Everybody's trying. And everyone's right? doing everything, right? And it's like, yeah, you're going to have yeah. – but it's a balance of the universe, right? People yeah. got to succeed to fail yeah, vice versa. Sure. So, yep. you know, it's amazing to see what you've actually built in such a short amount that. of time. And, yeah. I mean, God knows how a lot people are.
0: A lot of people are shocked, you know, but like you say, it's just staying at it. You know mm. what I'm saying? Just like for what you're doing, you just got to stay at it. You got to stay innovative. You got to find ways to, you know, increase. And, you know, again, like most people always say, like, if you go up – You never come down, right? Yeah. That could be true, right? But there's still a lot of work in between Mm -hmm. to make sure you stay up there.
1: And based on that message, for the people sitting at home who are maybe thinking like you and and want to take that leap but aren't, do you recommend the way you did it? Because, again, that's a big risk, like just jumping head on like that. And you hear it in, like, a lot of athlete stories. They're like, no, this is 100%, stuff like that. But let's be honest, the people that are talking like that are a very rare majority. Like, it's not our minority. It's not very common like you hear these yeah. stories and it's amazing to hear but there's so many people that fail that nobody even hears about mm-hmm. so it's like do you even recommend doing it that way or or how do you how do they go about making that jump it
0: just depends what kind of person you really are though man yeah. You know what i'm saying some people might have the money and be resourceful enough to have that money to buy into people doing the work for them to get to where they want to get mm-hmm. then you got the people again like we're saying is it smart probably not <laughs> but at the same time like why not Right. Like, yeah. Why not? Like, why not? Like, why not? You know, a lot of people are scared and that's the thing. Mm-hmm. Like, so, and recommending, I would just tell people have proper planning, you know, if anything, plan it out, take your time, study, see what's out there. Right. Like, don't mm-hmm. just jump into it. You know, like it's again, it is for everybody, but then it's not mm-hmm. right. Because yeah. like we're saying, it's going to take that time. Some people don't have that patience. Yeah. Patience is a big word, man. It's a, it's a strong word and it can take you a far, 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 take you far. Yeah. <laughs> like, it can. You got to have patience, bro. For sure. You got to yeah. have patience.
1: And uh, something I want to touch on, I was obviously I'm following you on Instagram. I was yeah. looking at your story and something that caught my eye. Yeah. You were talking about the true meaning of a chef. Yeah. And you it was like a, a little rant, you know, like yeah. you were kind of, you know, talking your shit a little bit. <laughs> and you were talking about the different positions and what it really means to be a true chef. Can you elaborate on what it means to be a true chef?
0: Yeah, like if you if you google right now like chef, right? Like mm. how to become a chef, you know, what do you have to do to become a chef? You know, it's going to say culinary school, but then mm. it's going to say if you don't go to culinary school, you got to be with executive chef or a master chef. Mm. A lot of people skip those steps, you know what I'm saying? So it's like, you can't justify a title without the ladder of work. Mm. There's a lot of chefs out here that respect me because once they know what I've done, track record wise, culinary, right? it changes the perspective. I'm not just a person on here just cooking. I'm just (laughs) not on here just whipping, right? Yeah. Like again, I've learned from my uncle and again, have worked and networked with nutritionists and different chefs Mm -hmm. behind the scenes, right? And master my craft too. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So the validation was there. You know, with the rant, like you're saying, you know, I kind of feel like with the type of city we live in, you know, it's like a baby Vegas, it's a baby LA. It wants to be like that so bad in Phoenix, right? Yeah. That a lot of people, you know, mimic, copy, take, uh, see somebody doing it, don't give them the credit, right? Like all these different intangibles. Mm-hmm. So it's like, you know, again, having the perspective of using the title, if you're a line cook and you ain't never stepped on the line, <laughs> how? If you're a dishwasher and you call yourself a line cook, how? Mm-hmm. If you're a dishwasher, call yourself a chef, how? If you're a sous chef, did you work to get to be a chef? Chef is just the one word. There's mm-hmm. other words that go in front of it, mm-hmm. right? I'm not. I just call myself the people chef, you know? And it's Be- funny you bring that up. Yeah. I wanted to get into your <laughs> slowies
1: a little bit. You brand yourself as the people chef yeah. more than a chef. Yeah. What does that mean to you and how did that kind of come
0: about? It came about because, like, I tell people all the time, no matter in the high places that I am, from where I'm from, like, I grew up with a single mom, you know, small family. You know, like I'm never going to forget my roots. Mm-hmm. Right. So it's like when I say that term, that, that title, the people chef is I am for the people. I am mm-hmm. here to help any kind of person. It don't matter if it's a six year old birthday party, <laughs> if it's a retirement, if it's a baby shower, if it's a graduation, if it could be, it could be a, a two year old birthday party. I will come in there <laughs> with Barney decorations, like whatever it is. So it's like, I'm for the people when I say that yeah. more than the chef is don't dumb me down to just a chef. Mm -hmm. don't put a title on me that that's all I can do track record is me resume is me Mm -hmm. I'm a father right it's all I'm 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 a different person I wear different hats so more than the chef is literally saying that it's just like hey like I can do a lot don't underestimate me just because of a chef perspective like I know finances, you know, like I can build, I know construction, I can, you know what I mean? I know, I know cell phones, like, you yeah. know what I'm saying? Whatever yeah. it can be, like, I just know how to do a lot of things. So, yeah. more than a chef falls into play that.
1: And then for cooking, like, it is an art. Yeah. Like, the people that do it, and there's so many different ways, like, there really is no one way of no, there cooking. So many ways. So, do you think it's possible to master being a chef, is no. that a thing or no? It's impossible. Uh-huh, it's
0: unlimited. That's what's cool about it. Mm-hmm. Like, again, like we were saying, you can either get burnt out running and chasing, mm-hmm. or you can stay motivated and look at it in that perspective like, dang, there's so many more things that I can do. Mm-hmm. Like, right now, me, like, I wanna go to pastry school. Like, I'm gonna go to pastry school. I'm gonna make time next year and I'm gonna do that because why? I wanna learn how to bake because I feel like if I add that as an arsenal, that's a whole new venture, a whole new venture. Right. Then I can still branch off and still be able to do both and then conceive a business of three to four more things. Right. Mm. So again, you know, it's, it's about where you want to challenge yourself because there's so many other places you can do Mm. so many things.
1: And do you, Let's bring this up before I ask this question then. Yeah, what sure. are your thoughts on celebrity chefs, like the Gordon Ramsays, the Guy Fieri's? What are your thoughts about them? How serious do you take these chefs, and do you take any inspiration from them?
0: Oh, I have. I definitely do. Mm-hmm. I tell people all the time, I'm the black Guy Fieri. <laughs> <laughs> Why? Because like I like the way that dude moves. I yeah. love his energy. I love the type of crowds he's around. I love all his concepts and his shows. His recipes are cold, mm-hmm. right? So it's like, like you were saying in that question, it's like, You know, how do most people view them? To me, I feel like they've set the bar. That's where you should go to. It's not like, oh, Gordon Ramsay's mean. You know what? Dude got a reason why he over there yelling at you. Mm -hmm. He's just not yelling. He might just yell, but (laughs) it's also like a coach, right? He may just do it just to make sure you're on your toes, right? Yeah. Guy like Bobby Flay, that dude is creative. He can literally, again, look at a picture. That's why I tell people, I can look at a picture, never even know what ingredient goes into it, and I can make that picture.
1: Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Bobby
0: Flay is that type of guy. I feel like he is the most creative. That's why he got a show, Beat Bobby Flay. Like, who could beat me? I can make anything. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? So I am inspired by those guys. You know Mm -hmm. what I'm saying? And, uh, you know, there's a lot more minority chefs out here, too, that don't get any TV time and recognition as well. Mm -hmm. You know, I think that, you know, a lot of these industries need to dig a little deeper. You know what I'm saying? To find it, because like you're saying, like we're saying, it's it's unlimited. There's just so yeah. so many people out here, so many so many mm-hmm. talents. Like mm-hmm. and like you said, it's all different styles of food. Everybody has a different style.
1: For sure. Yeah. And do you plan to take the Chef Dame Cooks brand? Do you plan to make it you still in the kitchen, or do you plan to make it a business venture where you're the name? Yep. And there's private kitchens. And that's private it, that's what's it. starting
0: to turn into it now. You yeah. Know, I'm definitely working on some projects. You know, throughout Florida, Dallas, mm. Texas. City itself. Yeah. Uh, you know, developer here in Phoenix. But like, yeah, man, like I'm trying to take this to an educational point, mm. you know, have a culinary accelerated school, you know, trying to take it to products, go back to like my resume. You know, creating products, you know, T-shirts, mm-hmm. you know, spatulas, you know, aprons, whatever. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, I just recently was featured in a chef uh, uniform magazine. It's a worldwide magazine. Uh, so I was featured in that, that's you know, dope, for the chef coats because they liked the way I was doing my coats and et cetera. So, yeah. you know, but these are things that people are offering to me. You know, like I'm not coming out of pocket for these things. Yeah. And that's why I say, again, the grit is paying off because it's like the brand is a brand now. Mm-hmm. People trust me. There's a lot of chefs that I put into a lot of scenarios, too, if I'm not available. Why? Because they trust my brand. You know what I'm saying? So it's I like, see, yeah. it's up to most people. Like I try to open the door for a lot of people, but it's up to you. You know, mm-hmm. like my brand is great. It's good. You're going to have haters, right? You're going to mm-hmm. have people that may say what they say. Oh, I can cook better than him or, you know, yeah. his his food don't look like mine. Cool. You know what I'm saying? But I'm not out here critiquing anybody else. Right. Yeah. So, absolutely. you know, it's, it's just one of those things, like you said, it's just. It's all about where you want to take it, Mm -hmm. where I want to take it, and that's just keep leveling it up, man. Of course, of course.
1: And, you know, we live in a social media world. Cooking has taken a whole different direction on social media. I mean, the lane for for chefs and and cooking and, you know, Gordon Ramsay has a TikTok where he just critiques people cooking. (laughs) So it's like it's really taking a turn because there's a big lane for cooks and chefs and and, and social media aspect side of things. (laughs) Do you view that as a positive or do you think now people are getting a little weird with it, you know, because there are some – you know, some are just trying to get clicks, so they're, That's like, it. mixing hot Cheetos with cereal. <laughs> and you're like, okay, what the fuck is going on now? Like, it's getting a little too much. It
0: is, man. It but, is. like, how, do, how do you
1: view social media in terms of you as a cook? I because you I, are a brand.
0: Yeah, I, you know, social media, you know, at the end of the day, a lot of people, you know, utilize it for different things, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, me, like, I, I put this on my kids. When I get up in the morning, man, I'm thinking about I'm going to serve breakfast, lunch, and dinner. I'm not out here worried about clicks. Mm -hmm. I'm not out here worried about who about to hype me up. I'm Mm -hmm. not worried about who about to repost me. My connection to Instagram is literally a newspaper. It's like (laughs) white pages, right? (laughs) I'm going to put some food out. If you notice it, if you don't cool, if I got 18 likes, if I get eight, if I get 102, if I post me and a celebrity and I get 300, 400, 500, Mm. that is the indicator right there of what people are focused on. So like for me, I took a lot of food down off my page and I just put me and the celebrities up there. Mm-hmm. So, like we were just saying to me, I did that because it's like, get there. That's how Set you can separate bar. me. Yeah. Get there. Let Levels me put this up this. here. Let me put this up here so you can get to that point. Mm-hmm. I'll put the food on the uh on the uh reels. I'll get that to you. So if you want to copy that, take that, be inspired by it, whatever it is, cool. Mm-hmm. Do that, right? But that social media don't make you. It doesn't make you. It won't make you. It's your choice. I tell people all the time too. It's like a friend that don't talk back. <laughs> That's you know actually the perfect saying? way to Straight put it. Straight up, I feel like this today, so I'm gonna go in here and say it, Shoot. and I'm gonna see how many likes. Me, I'm perspective, right? I've yeah. had people get mad. Like, are you talking about me? You taking shots at me? You know what? Nah. I'm an educator naturally already, so in my mind, I'm like, if I'm feeling some type of way, I want some awareness. I'm gonna put that up. Because I want people to have a peace of mind. Absolutely. Food for thought. Yeah, Right? Like you say, a rant. If I do that, it's here and then. Because I'm constantly watching how people are selling themselves to this platform. Because if y'all don't have this, what are you still going to be? Who are you? Right? Yeah. You're selling plates at that point. Right? Yeah. As a regular person. Who are you? So I just think that with a lot of people chasing this this, this Instagram and this TikToks and things like that, it's cool. People tell me all the time, well, oh, I can help you, but then they want to charge me $5,000 a month to do it. I'm not locked in on it like that. You know of what I'm course. saying? Like, If people notice me, they notice me. But I'm going to tell you this. All I've used is Instagram. Instagram has made 85% of my bread. People DM me. Mm-hmm. It's like I got a few food museum page. That's how I look <laughs> at my page. It's like it's a food museum. Yeah. If I'm able to literally do that, Without all the accolades, and I'm still getting booked, I'm still getting reached mm. out by managers, players themselves, celebrities mm. themselves, why do I need to like do be well. worried about being on TV? Why do I need to be worried about being the greatest cook mm. out here? Why do I need to compete with these people, especially in our city? Why do I got to compete with people? Okay. I'm not here to do that.
1: Yeah. You but to I mean? answer that, to answer that, yeah. because you've seen the lane that it could actually bring you, like the yeah. levels. You're you're not even on social media like that nah. and you're still getting this. Right. So yeah. imagine if you took it serious. Right. And you can see the money in it, the fame in it. And that I know that's be, not what that you're doing. That would in be it scary.
0: For. Cause if that, I locked in on that it, is, yeah, I'm gonna be honest, yeah, I'm going to knock that out the park too. Yeah, but you so what what's saying? stopping
1: you? Uh, and I know, like, because you're, just, at the end of the day, I, you just care about yeah, the food. Yeah,
0: I mean, that's really what it is. Yeah. I like to continue to show that I'm a people chef. <laughs> yeah, I'm more than a chef, right? Yeah. And at the same time, like, all I care about is just cooking. Like, yeah. I have a passion. I don't care about the money. I don't care about a lot of things. You mm-hmm. know, like it's good to make the money. You know, I know how to scale and make a living because I have a a family to feed. But at the end of the day, it's like. I'm not going to make or break from it Mm -hmm. either way, because I'm business savvy. A lot of people just know how to cook. So a lot of chefs struggle because all they know how to do is cook. Mm. They don't have the other necessities more than the chef. How are you structuring your business? How are you putting out your finances? Where are you investing in yourself with? Social media ain't really teaching you that. They teach you how to get money.
1: Yeah, right. And you just see like a blank. It's all like it's yeah. all for clicks, all fake, That's and it's like, it oh is. my god, I could do it too. Yeah. And you realize, wait a minute, there's yeah. a lot more than just showing. Yeah. It was your like fruit. one
0: episode you had, you had B dot on, and it was I was cracking up because like you know he has a lot of humor. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but At the same time, he really made a statement. Like when you meet half these people, these people are weird. They don't even amount up to who they are on there, right? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Some people might say that about me, right? But. What if somebody hit me at a time where, again, I'm an entrepreneur. What if I was struggling? What if I was still making it Mm -hmm. through? I'm grateful for the help, right? But at the same time, I'm still picking my face up every day, getting out there to make it happen with or without an Instagram. I got a website. I got a Google ads. I got Yelp. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? I got different (laughs) platforms that, again, email me and get business. Yeah. So, you know, Instagram is cool, but it's like, if it comes, it comes,
1: Yeah, I think there's a lot to learn from that, to be honest with you, because I think people are so focused on just like, oh, no, you have to be. There's so many different ways about it. And some of it, at the end of the day, it really comes down to the passion Mm -hmm. and what you're good at. So, I mean, that's a great message. I think people really need to take something from that, especially the way we live now. Yeah, for sure. sure. And let's get into all the people you've cooked for, because you have a long list of people that you've cooked for and a lot of notable names. Again, I named them off in the intro, but there's so many more that go down the list. What has been your favorite celebrity or athlete to cook for?
0: Mm. <laughs> That's kind of tough, man. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, a lot of the times, to be honest, like with a lot of the bigger names, they already have chefs. Yeah. So it's like they call me like as the backup. I'm six man off the bench, right? I and know. then I come in here and I shoot, shoot, Jay, score points. And you might be star, <laughs> Yeah, and yeah, assist, yeah. And I'm out, right? Yeah. Uh, so it's been a lot of like one offs. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, You know, to be completely honest, like with that, like. Not too many really stand out. You know, like, Mm. uh, it just always just, you do the job, you barely get to talk to some of them, right? Mm. You know what I'm saying? Or you dropping something off or whatnot, you know what I'm saying? But, Mm. you know, credit wise, like, I would honestly have to say, like, going back to the people chef, like, (laughs) residents are cooler than the celebrities, bro. I'm gonna keep it real. I'm gonna keep it real, man. You know, like, I I like it's funny I get asked that a lot mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying like but I'll be fake if I just like named off names like you know what I'm saying like yeah. I have more fun in residential homes <laughs> you know what I'm saying than being <laughs> bigger houses yeah though. like seriously no cap yeah uh, you know it's been a privilege to cook for a lot of these mm-hmm. people you know don't get me wrong it's definitely been a great privilege you know what mm. I'm saying uh, I mean I've encountered you know like you said some big names but you know for me like if I even looked at my Instagram right now. I'm gonna try to answer this for you. Let me think. Take your time, bro. Let we see. got. We gonna me, be here. Pull out the grid real quick. Let, let me see. Say. I'm gonna scroll through it, and I'm gonna be like, "Let me see. Let me <laughs> see who really like who I can say." Let me see. Mm-hmm. Let me see. We gonna we gonna get an answer for you today <laughs> on the heating up podcast. Let's see what we got here.
1: Because it's always funny. I think you made an interesting point about that. I will touch on later. But the fact that the residents and like the, I don't want to call them regular people, but like, you know, yeah. in terms of that, that they're like cooler. Yeah. I think it's interesting how that goes, which I have a follow up question for. But find your athlete <laughs> or <a> celebrity.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Let me see. I'm going to have to give credit to, though. Okay. Destroying. Destroyer yeah. was super cool. Yeah, yeah, he's super humble, man. You know what I'm saying? Just crack jokes, regular person. You mm-hmm. know, big big name guy, right? He's everywhere. Yeah, right. Huge. But I would honestly say I'm gonna get, I'm gonna put that as number one. You know what saying? Right, I'm saying? Real yeah. quick, he number seems like two. such a genuine dude, just from yep. his content too. Yep. Like you could kind of see. And it. as I look again and remind myself, I'm gonna say Shiggy. You know, I had okay. Shiggy out in New York. Yeah, that was pretty dope. You know what I'm saying? He was super humble. Mm-hmm. Love what I did. I have you know made a plan with my guy Juan out there. Uh, shout out to Plus One NYC. That's my guy. But uh, literally, uh, he connected that. He was, was cool with Shiggy and connected it. But, mm-hmm. you know, him and his girl, J.U. Bad, was cool. That was a good situation. So I'll probably say that as as number two. Mm-hmm. Um, you give me starting five. <laughs> yeah, nah, you know, I'm going to just say, in the third, I'm going to say my best friend, Lance Moore. He's playing the NFL. You yeah. Know? He retired. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? That was a humble experience as well. You know, he. Uh, you know, throughout our careers, right? We've been a far apart, rekindled, and just like he booked me because it was off of support, right? Mm-hmm. But then when he seen what I did, it was kind of like, dang, like he really liked that, right? Something like that. So yeah. I'll probably say that. But like, you know, to answer that type of question, bro, to be honest, like residential people, like slash, mm-hmm. just the regular humans, man, are the coolest people. Those are my my real MVPs. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Um, out of the people you said, and and just basing it on that. Mm-hmm. Was there anyone you were, like, super excited for or nervous to actually cook for? Like, any high-end celebrity that you like? Because you're a sports fan, right? Yeah, like, you, sure. basketball, football. Yeah. So, it's like, you, you get offered to, you know, cook for someone like Saquon Barkley. Yeah. Or someone like... OBJ. Yeah. Like, is that something that when you hear that, you're like, oh shoot. Like, yeah, first. Are, are you nervous? Yeah, are you excited? Yeah. What what what's the emotion? Excited.
0: Like? Definitely at first. You know what I'm saying? But then yeah. it's like, okay, I gotta put on my A my A game. Now nah, I gotta, I gotta definitely turn it up. Mm-hmm. You know, but that's more being tedious, like warming times, like not overcooking, things like that. So, you know, like you said, an excitement is definitely exciting, you know what I mean? But um I I guess I would say like. It's great to have the opportunity to be in front of these people. They are regular people. They have a great craft, right? Mm -hmm. And they build a name for themselves as a business, right? So it's definitely cool to encounter that. You know what I'm Mm -hmm. saying? Uh, But definitely hardly nervous, you know what I'm saying? Because, you know, all my life I've been able to be around, you know, celebs and things like that too, you know what I'm saying? As a regular person, you know, working for Nordstrom, I ran into so many people, right? (laughs) And I'll honestly answer your question and say, like, that's where it really built my skin, was working Mm -hmm. in that type of store encountering those type of clients so <clears throat> converting that into high profile clients as a chef it's like i just always I, i've already had a demeanor like i'm mm. already trained to yeah. know how to speak you know know how to keep my space like We're you sure. know what i'm saying no like <laughs> not how to text too many times or yeah. ask too many questions you know like you know you kind of i got developed those mannerisms from from career yeah. so it's kind of like again like most people would probably be you know most chefs that are starting off probably be like oh snap like what do i do or oh, my God, I'm, you know somebody might freeze up, might not show up. Yeah, I mean, you just never know, right? But, you know, for me, it's just my career built that skin. So more than a chef, again, we, we keep saying it, but that's mm-hmm. where it comes from. But that's
1: how you see it. Like, yeah. it keeps coming back into play for a reason. That's yeah. why you kind of, like, bring yourself over that. Yep. And I think that's dope. Um, based on, like, how you specific like what's the worst experience you've had cooking for someone like that because again like you say the residential people are better yeah. and i i'm i'm curious to see if status plays a part in some sometimes how they treat other people it is, like is does. that real like yeah. do you see that like oh man like these people are not yeah just
0: i feel like the common human that works hard they're more willing to pay a, a bigger invoice compared to you you hit a, a celeb or somebody with a invoice to get paid it's kind of like well what about this or what about this or let's break this down you know it does happen a lot i'm just being just being completely honest right um but like like you said to differentiate the two you know it's just you see a difference in the treatment you know what i'm saying Mm -hmm. so a guy like me you know i'm more prone to focusing on google focusing on my website and whatnot because i'd rather have regular people in my craft because i don't want allow i would never allow anybody to burn me out from this craft That's what nobody really maybe gets about Chef Dame Cooks. Like, I will say no. I will not do it. Like, Mm. because it's like, I don't have to, right? You know what I'm saying? I'm not selling my soul to this, you know, at the end of the day. Yeah, which is nice. Because, again, like,
1: getting opportunities like that, some people might. Because they're like, oh, my God, like, this might be my big break. This might be, I'm cooking for this. All right, I'll I'll do whatever it takes. You know how many calls
0: I've missed not even being available? For (laughs) some bigger names. Like, seriously.
1: (laughs) Yeah, and just...
0: I had one maybe a few months back. It was a uh, Babyface Ray he had came out here. I was in, uh, where was I, in New York maybe? I think I was in New York. And I was like, dang. You know what I'm saying? Because just, I like his music, right? Yeah. I was like, dang, if I was in Phoenix, I would have been able to bag him, right? Yeah. <laughs> you so, know what I'm saying? So it's like, oh, that's I've funny. missed a lot of them. You know what I'm saying? Is there
1: someone you're still like looking really forward to cooking for? Or is there someone on your list you're like, man, I would love to cook for this person?
0: Yeah, I'm uh yeah, I would honestly say Jay-Z. I'm going to keep it real. Like, I'm a Jay-Z fan, man. I've been a Jay-Z fan all my life, man. Like, I live by his bars, you know what I'm saying? And, uh, you know, that's definitely one person for sure. You Jay-Z. know, so it's like, you know, once I do that, I might retire. I think you, <laughs> bro. I mean, at that point, what's <laughs> yeah. like the highest. I'm eyes... going to go start opening up chicken chains and stuff after that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm going to hang it up as a private chef. Like, oh, did it. Got there. <laughs> yeah. I'll catch y'all on the flip, right? Yeah. yeah. Oh, but, that's, but, you know, it's funny because, like,
1: you hear that name, I don't know if that's that impossible. I mean, yeah, based yeah. on your resume, you're four years in yeah, the game. I'm in, I'm
0: in certain rooms that you know are rubbing shoulders. Yeah. you know what I'm saying. So it's like that's the cool thing about it. And like to me, I work on those relationships. I, I, I keep mm-hmm. making sure that as a as a human, like I'm keeping connections with these people. You yeah, know? like because opportunity might come. I cooked for his nephew one time. He had got a crib and came on back. Invited a bunch of people. Did mm-hmm. a brunch. So to me, I was literally. On his doorstep, you know yeah, what I'm saying? Absolutely. So it's, it, smart. it's definitely it's happened, but you know he's definitely one person that stand out for me, uh, for sure. I would definitely mm-hmm. you know love an opportunity to showcase some you know with him, and Beyonce or something. Real and quick, and I think Jay Z's listening. And that's just, no, that's, no, just no, and right? that's and but like for real, yeah. there's no cap. Like that's not even to be a fan hype or nothing mm-hmm. like that. It's just I admire that man as a whole man. You know what I'm yeah. saying? So yeah, absolutely. And yeah, that, shoot, and man. I feel like I'm a cheat code. So it's like you put me in the mix, like mm-hmm. you know, and you got the skill.
1: I mean, yeah, it's like it's not like. I mean you you prop the cooking skills you have it's yeah. not that far off. Like no, why no. why why wouldn't he? Right. So sure. hey, you never know, man. Never know. Who man. knows? Never know. Gotta speak into existence. Absolutely. That's it. And I keep hearing this recurring theme, and I think it's important because it is I, I argue probably the most important part of building a business and stuff like that. Yeah. Networking. Yeah. You've been in these rooms with people that you probably wouldn't have been if it's not for the people you met. Yep. How important is networking to you And and is it the
0: most important part of this whole business? It is. Mm-hmm. It definitely is because, it's like, you have to encounter different areas to provide a service. You have to encounter different areas to be seen. You have to encounter different areas to promote yourself. Mm-hmm. You have to you you have to always be in different rooms. So to me, you know, you can never be stagnant with the craft or any anything business that you have. You know what I'm saying? Like a lot of people spend a crap load of money on advertising, and marketing. Me, didn't do that. <laughs> Didn't have to. Yeah. You know, I paid for a couple billboards. I had a billboard that was in Tempe and I had one in Times Square in New York. That was the only like money I invested in hardcore yeah. marketing. Right. Well, everything else is what? Like word of mouth. Word of mouth. Word of mouth. And that's, again, from a depth of, you know, being in Phoenix, I've been here since 2001. You know what I'm saying? A lot of these new home Gs out here, I'm going to call them new home Gs, you know what (laughs) what I'm saying? Like, they think that they're probably doing something or whatever, but a lot of people wonder when I got out here when I got back here in 2020. Like, how's he taking off? Because I know mad people. Yeah. There's a lot of cats that would call me an OG out here. There's a lot of OGs (laughs) that I looked up to in my 18 to 26 days in Phoenix, you know, Mm -hmm. clubbing or whatever, that... They they talking to me now like, dang, dang, keep your foot on their neck. You know what I'm saying? like yeah. Because they knew who I was before this. Mm-hmm. These people that are meeting me now, they're meeting me just off that name, like we're talking about, mm-hmm. right? So it's like, for me, it's like, I, I have been here long enough doing what I've been doing, networking, hardcore. So it's, it's been easy in Phoenix every time I've tried to initiate a business. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. This time, I would say this is my longest lasting business. You know what, yeah. what I'm saying? Like, I didn't expect it. But going on five years now, it's pretty mm-hmm. dope. Again, like we're saying, networking, continue to be in different rooms, continue to travel and continue to say yes to certain things. You know, I used to say yes to everything. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But again, it's just it's very important. You know, me, I'm a strategist. I'm finding the people that's next to the people or I'm finding the person that's, you know, cutting their hair or I'm fine. You know what I'm saying? Like, I like yeah. to talk to those people. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. Yeah. yeah.
1: And to wrap it up a little bit. Five years in the game, four years really, but five, yeah. going on five, the next five years. We talked about it a little bit in the early episode, but what is the goal? How do you want to finish this year out? And what is, what do you, because it's funny, because again, you didn't see yourself being here at yeah. this point. So it's going to be funny because this is now documented, you know? Yeah. Let's see, what do you expect from yourself in the next
0: five years? Hmm. Good question. Again, you know, I definitely want to be like the uh Rich Paul of chefs. You know, it's a pretty dope. Time. Plus, sports, chef, dame cooks. I want to be like that. I I feel like if I continue to network with these different chefs, there's a lot of chefs that are big on Instagram but have never been in the private chef sector, sector right, or catering or whatnot. If I can continue to network with people like that, funnel them through my education mm. and be able to set and change people's lives through putting them in rooms with people they never would think they would be. It's like Kelly services almost, you know, you yeah. lose a job, you can go there, you get it paid every week. Right. It's kind of yeah. like that. But like, I want the brand to get to that point. Um, and then again, at that point, nonprofit thinking, walking people through the steps to how to really become a full culinary expert. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I'm not even going to put chef on that full culinary expert. Uh, that for sure. Uh, hopefully, again, keep making, you know, my my way around big names, big parties, you know, mm-hmm. whatever it could be. Um And at the same time, like, hopefully my son's going to take the torch, you know, mm. his hands starting to get, you know, a little, little. little <laughs> Don't retire on me now, yeah, bro. You yeah, still got yeah, too yeah. many years left. But I'm just saying, like, you know, yeah. in five years, I definitely am not going to be on the stove. You know, I'm definitely going to be out here educating. You know, I'm mm-hmm. going to be out here, you know, speaking if I can. Like, that's another, like, alter ego I have. I would love to be, like, a guest speaker, like, a motivational speaker. Mm. Um, At the same time, you know, who knows, like I'm capable too. Might open my own church, become a pastor. You know what I'm saying? You just, you never know. You know what I'm saying? Like, but at the end of the day for the brand, hopefully I can get it to a value, be able to sell the brand even. You know what I'm saying? That's what people do. You get a brand to a great value. And then you have somebody buy it from you, yeah, if yeah, I can start franchising, like you said at the beginning in the last episode, having kitchens or having facilities in different mm-hmm. cities that I'm very popular in, that's gonna definitely be my first goal, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying, and
1: you're well on your way, bro, yeah. again, you built such an incredible business and name for yourself, and I'm excited to see where you go from I here to, that, bro. to be honest with you, bro, you are so talented, and yeah. again. Met three years ago. I'm happy we got to sit down and talk about it. Me too. I mean, it was great having you on, bro. That's really all I had for you. So I really do appreciate you coming out, man. There's a lot. To learn from this Appreciate episode, it. man. Yeah, so sure. thank
0: you so much. Hey, y'all make sure y'all keep following my man Heating Up Podcast. You know what I'm saying? He doing his thing. You got to support young kings that's trying to make it happen in their life too. You know what I'm saying? So Appreciate that, that's man. what it's about. Thank you, you, know you so man?
1: much, man. We're going to wrap it up. But again, go check out Chef Dame. All his links in the description below. And, hey, man, if you guys are hungry, you know where to I got find the work. Got the work. <laughs> and by the way, can I please get like a private meal or something sometime? Yeah, but anyway, yeah, we're we're going to yeah, we we do that. Offset. Yeah, Offset. Yeah, off we're going to do that. But Anyway, we hope you guys enjoyed. Please leave a like, comment, subscribe, and we will see you guys on next week's episode. We love y'all. The Heating Up
0: Podcast is out. Love y'all, man. Phoenix, thanks for the love. Keep showing me love. I'm here for you, the people, Chef. More than the chef. Holla at me.
1: Yes, sir. Peace. Peace.